It's bonus pod 188. Oh, um. Oh, God. You, you arrive in Luxembourg, Luxembourg uh. City. You've never been here before. Wow. You want to say you've heard so much about this place, but you haven't. No one has. Still, it's a beautiful, untouched European city with curvy roofs and a deep valley um, that splits the city in two handsome halves. And you're walking along the streets of Luxembourg and you think, wow, so nice. And you chance upon its Christmas market in the middle of town, in town square. It's a bit early in the year, but it's a charming enough Christmas market. Hot chocolate, glühwein, marshmallows, little trinkets, all adorned with a, a, a tasteful dusting of white powder. And you go from from um, from shack to shack. Is it shack? They're called. And you, they're, they're all there. Um, treats, uh, bad jewelry, uh, tr- uh, Christmas tree decorations. And then, and then you come across a shack that it's not adorned with anything. And it's manned by two mans, me and Pierre. <laughs> we just stood there looking out at you. From our shack, they're not called shacks. What are they called? Um, okay, we'll have to go with shacks because I can't remember now. And we're looking up at you, and we've got just an empty bar in front of us. There's no, there's no decoration on our, on our shack. There's no signage, nothing. We're just looking straight at you, just looking at you like that. And you go, oh, hello, and we go, yeah. Like that, we just go. I just go, yeah. And then Pierre goes, what? And you say, huh, just, uh, just wondering what you what, what, so what, what do you, what do you guys, what do you guys sell? And then Pierre goes, isn't it obvious? And you go, no, not really. And then I say, yeah, what? Can't you tell? Can't you see it? And and you're like, well, no, there's nothing here. And then I go, but there's everything here. And around you, you suddenly feel unsettled. And around you, you expect people to take notice of this strange scene that's happening. But everyone's going about their Christmassy way. Ching, ching, along, ching, tell along, bang, along. <laughs> Hugging and kissing and throwing, playing games and stuff. And like, why is it just me with these two? And, one, and I go, hello, Earth to Podbud. I, we said it's, it's right here. And you say, what's right here? And Pierre and I kick down the front of our shack and we're naked from the waist down. And we go, great chat, good vibes, spicy views, and the only two friends you need. And we grab you each by the shoulder with our arms. We squeeze you close to us and our dangling dick and balls kind of slap you slightly in the legs. (laughs) Welcome to Bonus Pod. I love that the nudity was not in any way what we were selling. It's right here. You show someone your full dick of balls and then say a bunch of abstract concepts. Good times. Good, good times, chat. good friends. Wait, what? It's not a sex thing? What? No. 
This this is unrelated. No, this is just how we are. This is just how we dress for the shack. You mean stall? Stall. Stall <laughs> was what I was thinking. The whole time I was like, shack? <laughs> I meant stall. I guess a shack. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> you know when you're like, you you can think of every other word in the world except the one word you try, you want. Yeah, yeah. Like, stall. Stall is what it's, I meant. It's a funny word, isn't it, stall? Because a bathroom stall. You're not selling turds out of there, are you? <laughs> Which bit's a bathroom stall? Oh, that's like the, the actual cubicle. Cubicle. That's right. Right. A stall. Yeah. I suppose it's just an individual element of a a line of things. Yeah. Sort of open topped box, but then a market stall isn't open top. It isn't open top. But it's open in other ways. The op- it's open for business. No. Yeah. Yes. It's open for business, especially our Christmas market stall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you kick down the front of your own stall <laughs> just to reveal your dick and balls. I like the pulling them in, but with like it's again I like I really enjoy any time where you and I act like a sort of monster. <laughs> yeah. And one yes. of our arms is our whole arm. Like right. my right arm is our right arm. Yeah. And your left arm is our left arm. Yes, yes. yes. That always makes me laugh. And we just pull you in together, like yeah. two headed monster. Pull you in and then yeah, the kind of horrible like thwipping of <laughs> <laughs> of a sort of flaccid penis on a through some jeans <laughs> like on someone's knee yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thip, thip, thip. horrible <laughs> it must that's what it must be like to go to a male strip club to have a dnb dnb slipping about yeah flipping on you mm. kind of thwip, thip, thip. yeah i guess it would depend if they've got the aircon on or heating on in the in the strip club that's it. Must be pretty warm in the man strip club. Mm. Also, because most of the clientele will probably be ladies, and they're always cold. They're always cold. Freezing cold. Late made of ice. Made of ice. Made of ice. Ladies made of ice. Um. Yeah, it's 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 like, uh, you know, it's been done to death as observational stand-up, I suppose. But like Magic Mike and all that kind of stuff is like sexy shredded dudes, but they still have to be good at dancing. Right, as, as as in for guys, they don't. No they, guy has ever gone. Well, I would have enjoyed the strip club, but I mean, some of the down, the, the standard of the performance. Yeah, the technique was. Yeah, terrible, exactly. Yeah. Clumsy, clumsy, beautiful hot women in the nude. Like it's, <laughs> it's not. It doesn't happen. Yeah, whereas Magic it? Mike, they're all like singing and like dancing in unison and stuff. From what I can tell. Yeah, it's like yeah, sure he's ripped and naked, but is he talented? <laughs> Why is he up there? <laughs> How has he earned his place in stardom <laughs> on the stage? <laughs> You've got to earn your place on the stage. And at Magic Mike. At Magic Mike. Um, let us yeah, let us know, ladies, if you've ever been thwipped by a penis in a male strip club and think that that's good. Yeah. I can't imagine yes. many people think that that's I, good. I don't think I've ever heard a story of a lady going to a male strip club. Yeah, where we? Where, I mean, it's Magic Mike, and that's it, really. Do they exist? Do they share the same venues as the naked lady strip clubs? It must be mainly a gay thing. Yes, of course. The same way that, like, if a if a guy's ever like, I'm a male porn star, in my head, I I go like, gay, right? Because I'm like, well, who else is paying you? Well, the the guys banging the ladies in the straight porn. Yeah, but they, often they have to do gay for pay. Do they? 
According to the Louis Theroux documentaries I've seen, because oh, they get paid like a hundred bucks. That's the lady who traditionally gets paid like ten grand or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's one of the few industries where the lady, where women on on average get paid much, much more than. Or at that. least back when it was all VHS and stuff. I mean, God knows now. Yeah. Where these young people with their own left hands, and they mm. and they porn up. Yeah. Not like all days. There's a that great John Ronson. I think it's a BBC Sounds mm. series, um, the Butterfly Effect, about oh, yeah. the porn industry. And about how after you know the proliferation of free porn and um, and sites like Pornhub, uh, porn stars have had to go into like basically individually, personally mm. commissioned videos. Yeah, sort of OnlyFans stuff where it's like, I guess someone's got you like people's specific yeah, requests, like being a like, we're like being a painter. Yeah, or like an artist. And this one, she does. She gets a. She gets. A request from a guy for her to basically be fully clothed, just sit down and basically tell him not to kill himself. Oh my it's God. it's rough. He, right. she just needs, he just asked her to sit down and tell her and tell the camera everything's going to be okay. Oh. And they sent it off, and they didn't they didn't hear it from him. But they just kind of hope. Like they didn't they didn't even follow him up for the payment. They just kind of hope he got it. Oh it's God. it's bleak, man. Look, Phil, you and I have had a lot of pressure put on some of our performances. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a moment where you go, just how convincing am I? Yeah. I guess you wouldn't have to act. You would just genuinely be, like, horrified and concerned. She's very good. She's very good at it. She does it very well. Is she better? Yeah. A man's life is at stake. Yeah. Imagine, what a what a sinister kink to have if it wasn't real and it's just <laughs> still just a wank to. Yeah. I know how to get this for free. <laughs> Yeah. I'm lucky that my thing I love the most is something that people will say to me if I tell them even what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll feel bad about charging. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, how do we get onto that? Oh, so d- uh, dick and balls thwipping. About. Thwipping. Yeah, yeah, thwipping. Thwipping. It's good, good, good bit onomatopoeia, thwip. I think I, I said, um, I think I first used the phrase thwip with... Um, Oh God! What was it? It was. It was something to do with um, Marvel and mental illness and stuff. Hmm. I, I, the phrase Marvel. I used there was like thwip, just try and thwip the fucking antipsychotic drugs into their mouth with a little oh uh, catapult, but I can't remember the context. <laughs> I think as per this podcast, as as per usual, it was something to do with the Joker. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, but um. Oh, actually, I made a mention of the Joker on stage in Luxembourg. Did you? Yeah, in a Bud Pod style, which <laughs> the one Pod Bud in the crowd must have really loved. What was it? I said, because um, I, I read out, oh, it's quite funny. I read out the bio that the website for the gig had for me. Oh, yeah. And okay. it was, it felt like it was written by an, an AI in the, in the similar vein to the one that we read out that we read a few weeks ago. And it went like this. Phil Wang is a male actor known for his acting. Was born. No 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 break there. Just <laughs> Phil Wang is a male actor known for his acting. Was born in Stoke-on-Trent, England, UK on an unknown date. And so I said that's not true. I know my own date. I'm I'm not the joke. I said I'm not the joker. I know when I was born. That's good. Your age isn't a question mark to lend mystique to your character. 
But I really like a male actor known for his acting. He's a male actor. He's known for his acting. <laughs> if someone said that, you'd be like, were you lying to me? That's a lie. You've told me a lie. He's a male actor. He's known for his acting. Don't lie. He was born in the UK. He was born in Stoke-on-Trent, England, UK. When? On an unknown it's, date. This is interesting. It's unknown. That's the thing. <laughs> Trying to keep a straight face through the whole thing. (laughs) And what's he famous for? He's acting, I told you. He's a male actor. Well, so an actor, you can just say actor. No. Well, well. (laughs) Why are you lying to me? Uh, That would be my question to anyone talking to me like that. Um, But yes, let us know. Because here's the thing with the thwipping. Oh, yeah, thwipping. I can imagine lots of Hindus getting a really good laugh out of being thwipped with some dick and balls. Right, really? Yeah, because they go, ooh, ooh. You yeah, know. only in that context, though. Only That's in what I mean. Only in a very yeah. specific context. Yeah. yeah, I can't imagine anyone sitting with, like a, like, with that kind of really severe face that sometimes people have when they're really into something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thwip me. Yeah, severe face. Like, really... Yeah. Really into it. On the tube, a lady probably doesn't want to get thwipped. No, God, no, 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 no. But in a in a club where thwipping is the point. The name of the game. In the same way that on the tube, if you were just sitting on the tube and a woman went and suddenly straddled you and smushed her tits into your face, you'd probably go, ah, ah <laughs> and drop your book, you know. <laughs> like, don't want that. No. Um, no, it's context. Location, location, <laughs> location. location. When it comes to thwipping, <laughs> it's all about location. Um, yes, God, I'm, it's going to bug me that I can't remember that. It was something about how, you know, in movies where it's like, we're going to cure your craziness. Mm. But it's never just like medicine. Right. It was the Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Okay. So it was the, it was the three Spider-Mans. Oh, yeah. That you and I went to go see. Yeah. And it was the bit where, like, the Spider-Mans are working on, like, a chemical cure for whatever's wrong with the Green Goblin. Yeah. Remember? And it's like a blue injection. Yeah. And it's like, right, so that, what, cure schizophrenia? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Could everyone have that, please? And where does Thwip kind of come into it? The idea that they would, it's just like, uh, just, like, we already have medicines for that. It's like antipsychotics and stuff. You just need to Thwip them into the Green Goblin's <laughs> mouth while he flies past. <laughs> Thwip him into his green gob. Yeah. <laughs> Just the mask has got a hole in it. It's like <laughs> ping it off. Like a snooker trick shot. Like ping it off one of the teeth. Ding. <laughs> well, thank you, Parker. I uh, feel better now. <laughs> yeah. They have medicine for that already. Yeah. The idea that you need to spend all your Spider-Man powers making a kind of blue injection. Un- uh, unnecessary. The guy in- who is a in- lizard. Inefficient. Yeah. Yeah, different. Yeah, the lizard guy probably needs some specialist engineering. He needs a blue injection. Yeah. The Green Goblin, I always thought the thing with him was that he was just like... Split personality disorder. Split personality disorder or, or, or a paranoid schizophrenic who happened to also be talented enough a scientist to build a Green Goblin suit and actually act on it. Yeah, lucky for some. Lucky for... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you ever do an OnlyFans, Phil? How much money would it take? What would my OnlyFans involve me doing? I don't know. It's kind of up of to titty? the... Little bit of Philly titty? No, definitely some Philly titty. Philly titty. <laughs> <laughs> belly? Little bit of smelly belly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dicky? Little bit of sicky dicky? <laughs> some thwipping. Some thwippy thwippy. People would be like, uh, oh, a thousand pounds a month, I'll thwip a basketball. I don't think I would do it, no. No amount of money. Oh. A lump sum? 
what if you could earn like it's not it's it doesn't have to be all you do you can still do all the comedy in that okay you can still do but i mean it would be affected by it possibly you'd have some new material yeah some good angles but let's say you get like another 100k a year from it no i wouldn't really no 200k 200k a year no i wouldn't what not for 200k 300k now we're now we're speaking <laughs> the Queen's English. <laughs> this is a high price for some Philly titty. Well, is it the King's English now? I've not said that phrase Shit, yet. Shit, yeah. The King's English? Someone better tell all those English teachers. Oh fuck. It's the King's English now. Oh god. Well yeah. Um, then that means you have to speak like this. <laughs> he talks a bit like Dracula. Um the thing about this few hundred K a year to, to be uh-huh. to be on OnlyFans, you have to think about the, the the income loss in future years from this From having been a sexy boy. From having been a sexy But is that still boy. the world now? We don't know yet. Maybe. 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 Okay. What Six. if it's a, what if it's anonymous? No face. Oh well this changes a lot. Okay, but you'll make less. Because it's harder to promote. 100K? Anonymous? No one knows. No, um, 100K is too... I'd go 250. What? Yeah. Even though it's fully anonymous, there's no bearing. Yeah. Really? I'm a master negotiator. <laughs> well, you've, you've got to do... You've done it. <laughs> See? My name's Henry Porn. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I sign everybody up to these... Do these crazy, these crazy ruinous games. schemes? I lose a lot of money, but I've, I've got I've lot to jack to. I just love the idea of making everyone be nude for money. <laughs> it's my dream. It's the reason. It's the reason I worked so hard at my other line of work, inventing all those crucial medicines. <laughs> <laughs> I spent every penny of it on making people nude. I just think people, I just want to know what people look like. And I'll pay whatever it takes to find out. <laughs> I like this character, Henry Porn. Henry Porn. It sounds like a. I think his heart's in the right place. <laughs> he's, he's an eccentric. Dirty, dirty man, but his, his heart's in the right. He's an eccentric. Place. He's an eccentric. If you believe what he says, he doesn't even jack it to it. He just wants to know. Yeah, he just wants. He just thinks it's important that it exists. He just keeps saying, "I'm curious." Uh, speaking of important, Pierre, mm. um, the American-U.S. Oh. midterms are happening. What on the day of recording today? On the day of recording today, I'm quite tense about it. Yeah, because the the Democrats are projected to lose. Is it the Senate they have that they're going the to House. lose? The House. So the Senate and Congress. Well, the House. Uh... Which one's the House? I oh get God, hang on, I'm getting confused. And the House of Representatives is the whole thing. They're very likely to lose Congress. They might lose the Senate. It's on a knife edge the last I checked. Yeah. Congress is is pretty likely to go Republican. I think the reason I'm, uh, I don't know, I, I'm using it as a bit of a barometer for my view on humanity, which is just the idea that you can like annul Roe v. Wade and do all this other crazy shit that's come out and all the January 6th stuff, all the trials can all come out and people will just shrug and go, my gas prices are too high. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's nothing to do with anything that you're voting on. Yeah. And they just go, huh? and they just don't listen. But it also seems to be an, a particularly American thing, this constant flip-flopping between Democrat and Republican. It almost feels like if something is re- Democrat-run, 
everyone goes, well, we should make it Republican next time then. It's almost like it has to flip from one to the other. It's bizarre, yeah. And it's I mean, they take two-party system to the extreme. We have a two-party system here, but it's still sort of buoyed, not buoyed, but it's sort of buffered, softened by uh, the S&P, the Liberal Democrats, the Greens, in a way that in America it really is just no, a two-horse race. It is just a two-horse race, and they do alternate more, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like when I found out that a slim majority of um, white American ladies voted for Trump. Yeah. But it's still a majority. Yeah, that's crackers. Whereas initially, when I saw all the stuff come out, where it's literally just a recording of him, Donald Trump going, grab by the pussy, yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's him done. Mm-hmm. Like, he certainly won't win most women of a particular <laughs> racial group. He's literally on tape saying, like, they love it. I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, in, in, a, in a movie, it would be the point where the bad guy you'd be like, well, I've been recording this whole conversation. Yeah. And they'd be like, no! And, and they'd be mobbed. screwed. Yeah, and they throw, they, they pick him up and they take him out of the building. And there's a whole crowd out there who's been listening. Mm. And that's the end of the film and, and, and you know he's defeated. Whereas in this movie, he went, okay, and then just punched you and won. Yeah. yeah. Well, he just won anyway. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to be interested in, in the statistics for that reason where a bunch of people are like, well, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. And a lot of really sinister sort of militia organizing stuff has been exposed behind January the 6th and, and stuff about Pelosi. And Pelosi's husband has been attacked with a hammer. Um, but I like these guys, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still, I always go back to it. It's, it's one of the greatest and simplest bits of satire is your impression of two candidates in any American election. Oh, yeah. Which is a Democrat going like, I think that there should be... If we increase taxes in this one area, then some renewable, like just boring and a bit whiny. And then like, or the other candidate, and then you just put your hands together like Mr. Burns and went. (laughs) 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 It's like, yeah, that's which of those two guys would you like to vote for? It's very, very simple. And uh, and then the American public going, oh, I don't. It's tough. It's tough. I'm going to have to read some pamphlets. (laughs) Oh God! Do you think Trump is going to run again? He said he said he might. He says a very good chance. Very probably. Very probably. Very probably. It was a good motivator, I thought, because he said, "I'll very probably do it if you all go out and vote in this time." Oh. So he implied, if you all vote Republican enough this time, Dad, Daddy will come back. Wow. So that's quite clever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because all the frothing loons will. Well, yeah, we, we need to show groups. we need to show this maniac that we still love him. So let's do it. Yeah, oh. but do you think the com- do you, uh, this is something I hope and I wonder did did the Hillary Clinton's loss sort of kill democratic complacency when it comes to elections? Does it did it kill Maybe. complacency? I think it did a bit, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that the reason that, that the surveys the polls show that the Republicans will do so well is because they. So after Trump and in this country after Brexit, they adjusted their sampling sizes to take into account way more f- f- extreme right-wing lunatics over the age of 60 mm. because they were underrepresented, it turned out, yeah. because Trump and Brexit were a surprise. Yeah, I'm hoping that this time they're going to go, ooh, we really didn't take into account women under 40 whose rights have been taken away. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, I'm suspect I will be disappointed. Mm. I'm hoping that I am right about that. And they'll go, oh, wow, this, this one enormous once-in-a-generation issue really woke everyone up yeah, and made them fucking vote for once. I don't think it will. No. I'm not hopeful. But that's because I've, I've learned not to be hopeful about anything. 
<laughs> but don't worry. It's only because I don't hope for anything good to happen anymore. Don't worry. It's just because Phil never expects good things mm-hmm. and doesn't think they're going to happen. <laughs> so, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe but, you should pay an uh, OnlyFans lady to send you a video saying uh, loads of profound things about hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, would, would, when, when, do the, when will the results be out? For Probably. the US midterms? midterms probably about in 24 hours or something. okay so by the time you listen to this we'll know either way we'll know the terrible truth and you'll be able to sit at home imagining our reaction i suppose i suppose um how are we doing for for tim time there we're doing fine for timmy tim time we should address some messages we've got oh premium. for example premium massage premium massage from pete Pete, replete with excellent correspondence. Mm. So Pete says, Salutations, Philios and French Peter. Nice. I like that. Greek and French. A bit of tat for you today. I'm in Franchuk. Franchuk. French corner in Cape, uh, uh, Western Cape. It's, uh, a, it's a wine place, Phil, you should know. Oh. I'm in Franchuk, uh, currently on our belated honeymoon. Tis delightful. Congrats. Yes, you should all be writing correspondence to us on your honeymoon. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After a day on a wine tram. <gasps> Yum, a tram? Mm-hmm. <gasps> They're wine trams? Yes. Yeah. Now that's some public transport I can get behind. <laughs> After a day on a wine tram with a group of people, one of which queried whether the England flag was just the one the UK uses for sport. Oh, no. <laughs> no yeah, that's confusing, isn't that's it? That's annoying. We were boozed and weary, seeking comfort and safe harbour in pizza after after days of just eating meat. There you go. This was very much in Lesotho. My Phil had this complaint in Lesotho and a bit of South Africa. <laughs> yes, you were. I I I was so glad to hear you say it because I if I tried to warn you in advance about just how much meat there was, I don't think you'd have believed me, would you? It really, I've never had so much beef in my life. It's, <laughs> just every meal was beef. <laughs> Now do you see where my attitude comes from? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was laughing so if much. If anything, it's amazing how much vegetables you do eat. I know. I expect credit for it. And people are just like, well, that guy eats a lot of beef. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm doing really well. <laughs> get no credit for it. Um, I did laugh a lot. I hope they leave it in the show. But you, it, it, just discussing your, <laughs> in your words, huge red shits. Oh, gross. Come on, Pierre. Not on the podcast. You said it in the don't show. talk about my shits on this podcast. <laughs> You said it on camera in the car. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Oh, it really boy. made me laugh because you said about you said it in private when we weren't being filmed. And listeners, we were being filmed like seven hours a day, eight hours a day, driving around. But in one of the little bits where we weren't, you were like, I'm doing this huge ratchet. And then it came up on camera. And I really laughed loads. <laughs> <laughs> like deep wreck. Iron. Iron rich. <laughs> yeah. So... They seek safe harbor and comfort in pizza after days of just eating meat. I was enjoying our meal until I spotted this bit of schmaltzy tat, which troubled me deeply. Would be interested to hear your thoughts. Yours faithfully, sweeter Peter. <laughs> and then Pete says, oh, I can't attach pictures and Patreon messages. What Am I missing something? No, you just can't do that on Patreon, guys. Um, so the way that we do it is you just send it to the normal correspondence address, thebudpod at gmail.com. And Pete has done that. So he has attached the image. Oh, I see. So the tat fill in this case is on the pizza boxes. Ah, at the pizza place I've stopped by. 
yeah. in so, Franchuk. So if this pizza paste delivered to you, mm. the box would it be tattered? <gasps> tat, tat packaging, tattaging. God, you can't escape the tat. It's, it's coming. It's coming from inside the house. It's, it's coming to your house. Yeah, it's also like mass. There's so much. I'll show you. There's loads of text. Oh on there. boy. Um, so I won't ask you to guess it. Yeah. But I will say to you before I read it out, it's very much in that tone of like, this one's for the dog petters, the oh, go getters, no, 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 the big day fretters, like that kind of. Like, <sighs> I I really hate tat that tries to make a virtue out of like a. Gosh, we're really all just out here living, aren't we? Yeah, we're all just part of the rat race. We're trying we're to living get our, by. Just trying to... We're all just out here living our lives, aren't we? It's we all every, love a certain nice sit-down and a cup of tea. That's the, the sort of everyday heroism of normal life. Yeah, as in like, uh, we see you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if we, you could see the face Pierre just did at me when he said that, you'd, wanna, <laughs> you'd also want to punch yourself yeah. in the nose. We'll give you credit for this minor act of human consideration. <laughs> We're going to suck you off for maintaining the bare essentials of the social contract. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, and it'd be like um, a father getting like a father walking with his child along and the car splat hits a puddle and it gets him all wet. Yeah. And this is to the the wet daddies or whatever. And he goes, <laughs> he's all covered in water. He goes, and you go, wait, what's the heroic thing that he's done there? Not stripping naked and chasing after that car and screaming epithets. Yeah, not leaving his kid behind in the puddle and sprinting <laughs> like Terminator 2 after the car. <laughs> and just and destroying it with a crowbar. Just choking everyone to death inside <laughs> the car. Mm, thank you for not doing that. Mm, thanks. <laughs> or it'll be like someone sort of... If, uh, no, what it would be is that uh, the, a wet da- a wet daddy, in your words. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in your words, for a wet daddy. This is for the wet daddies. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> on the other side of the road, a lady in a big jumper walking with an umbrella would sort mm. of look like amused, like, mm. and then the dad would offer like a thin smile of like, some days, <laughs> and that would be the mm, for the com- for the commiserators, for the terminators, <laughs> you know, and it would be like um. You deserve a round of applause for nodding a hello at a pensioner. Yeah. Yeah, real bare minimum stuff. Yeah. So, it's in this tone. Okay, on this pizza box. So, this pizza box listener says, and this is in increasingly tiny letters. So, imagine the letters just get smaller and smaller per sentence. I have arrived. Thanks for the invite. No. No. (laughs) Already, the pizza is on the floor. I'd throw it on the floor in front of the delivery driver. Bring me a plain box, I would say. <laughs> you can leave the pizza, but bring a plain box. Bring me a plain box. I will pay the full price for a pizza again <laughs> to not have to read whatever the fuck the rest of this is. I don't want it in my home. I don't want my kids to see it. Okay, so it says, I have arrived. I have arrived. Thanks for the invite. Oh, God damn. I'm piping hot. Piping hot. Piping. Piping hot can fuck off. What, how has this sort of very English tweeness found itself to South Africa? South Africans like tweeness. Really? They're quite a sincere folk. Mm. South Africans are sincere in a, I'm going to say, a very American way. Oh, no. They're very cynical about politics and life, but they're also very sincere about feelings and sometimes religion. Interesting. Yeah. They're a bit Texan. Is it also that kind of tweeness? There's a lot of California culture in Cape Town as well. Right, okay. The Western Cape is basically just California. It's like, we have wine and vineyards and celebrities come here. Is it also that because 
both the UK and and South Africa in in general have a, a relatively repressed culture. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess you'd say repressed. It's sort of serious culture yeah. that that it's more of it's more of a statement to to speak this way. You know, it's more of like a relief from everyday behavior. Yeah, I'm really gonna go for this. Whereas, like, I don't think this works in Italy. No, where you can just yell at people in the face <laughs> and it's fine. Ah, yeah, yeah. You can just get it out of you in the in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh. I'm piping hot. Mm. Ugh. Deliciously delicious. Ugh, Pointless. Come on, lazy. <laughs> and ready for anything. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? You, what if I fuck the box? <laughs> ready for that? I'm a crowd pleaser, a fan favorite, a lifesaver, a party starter, <gasps> a ray of sunshine. <sighs> While while the while the box is saying this, I'm going mm-hmm, 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 and I'm just making a noose mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for you and the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, rare sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready for the rugby final on the couch meal, for the awkward first date meal, for the too lazy to cook meal, <clears throat> for the didn't pay the electricity bill meal, oh, for the just moved in sitting on the floor meal, for the cheat on my diet and I don't care meal. Oh my god, this is I'm, nuclear. I'm slowly imploding. I'm squeezing my shirt. I'm, I'm becoming smaller. I Phil, can't stand Phil's this. whole body looks like it's eaten a, a lemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's going horrible. <laughs> also, for, didn't pay the electricity bill meal. That's fucking dark. That's dark. And also, as you learned in South Africa, um, there's load shedding. So there are oh, governments, yeah. government planned blackouts for like eight hours of every day and have been for since 2007 yeah, so whether you can afford it or not you do have a blackout what it should be is like i'm i'm not the don't pay the electricity bill i'm the when the government turns off the electricity because there isn't enough coal <laughs> bill and you go right that's more, but then again like this is a bit head in the sand mm. oh, the i will improve your instagram feed it's a bit weird <sighs> a bit odd to mention another brand start a conversation about, about <laughs> pizza what, i i ordered a pizza oh what kind uh, pepperoni. Oh, that's good. This is quite a good conversation to be there. <laughs> Start a conversation and turn an ordinary day into a glorious one. Come on. I, 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 I like pizza as much as the next guy, but it doesn't turn my day glorious. Glor- if I opened a pizza and someone standing in the group I'm with, where we all got pizzas, clapped their hands and went, glorious, <laughs> I'd lamp them. Full of spark them out, knock them out. I just frisbee the pizza into their head. I, fr- I frisbee it into the sea. And they go, <laughs> there, is it glorious now? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a glorious one. When you open the box, you can almost hear the sound of angels singing. Well, that's a bit. And between you and me. No. No, I hate this. I hate between this. Between you and me, I've committed seven murders between 1978 <laughs> and eight, 1983. And between you and me, if by any chance there is a slice left over, I will be equally good the next morning for breakfast. Meanwhile, all that this is bizarre. Meanwhile, all this time, and no one thinks it's odd that a pizza is talking. No, all this time. <laughs> all this time. Meanwhile, That's, all this time. Meanwhile, all this time. That sounds like one of my internet biographies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, all this time, everyone is talking. Meanwhile, all this time, everyone is talking about his acting, for which he is known as a male actor. Meanwhile, all this time, and no one thinks it's odd that a pizza is talking. Gibberish. They shouldn't have added that. Yeah. They've ruined something that was already ruining a load of other stuff. <laughs> At well, least it was grammatically robust. Yeah. Also, this. I will be equally good the next morning for breakfast. Like, well, that's when you eat breakfast. Just say, I'll be equally good for breakfast. 
I'll be equally good for breakfast. But when's that? The next morning. Oh, thank God. Yeah, brevity soul of wit here, uh, pizza guy. Yeah, that's it. Meanwhile, all this time and no one thinks oh, that a pizza is talking. That is really repellent, Pete. I'm sorry your honeymoon was ruined. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Pierre would like to apologize on behalf of South Africa. Yes, for... Yammer. Yammer on behalf of uh, <laughs> Ukolo and Yammer. I'm sorry. <laughs> for three, that's sorry, in three languages. <laughs> it's still not enough. It's still not enough. <laughs> Ukolo, Yammer, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and if I knew the South African sign language for sorry, I'd be doing it, Pete, because that is unacceptable. Mm. <laughs> Tell the tourism board, and they'll presumably send some corrupt police officers down there to beat everyone to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's some good tat. Good that's tat, some dense, dense tat. A lot going but on. But nuclear there. too, powerful. Yeah, like a, it's like a dying star. It's dense with it. It's like when you get like eighty percent proof rum, and you think, "Wow!" <laughs> Take your eyebrows off that. Yeah. Tat. Well, um, thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Happy Friday. Have, we hope you have a nice weekend. Happy Friday. Um, still working on extra live dates for the podcast. We'll think of, we'll figure it out, but mm. it's a while away. Mm. But the important thing is that you crazy cats sold it out, and you'll be the first to know of more. Yeah. Now all you have left to do is to sell out Phil's tour and my Soho Theatre run in January. Yes, looking forward to seeing you guys then. But until then, you will hear us next week. Hear you next week. Bye. Bye.